Welcome to the Happy Places, aka the Madhouse, aka the Max Wrestling Podcast, episode 290. This is your captain speaking, flying high with the Walker, Travis Anderson, and El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Episode 290, which means we are 10 weeks away from the 300th episode. Oh, damn. Uh, which, of course, is one of the main reasons I agreed not to end the show back in June, because we wanted to get to episode 300 at least, and doesn't mean we're going to finish anytime soon. <laughs> it's just a milestone. Facts. <laughs> I was um, going to say, I was like, remember the time when we almost didn't get to 300? Yeah. And what, what makes it even better is it's like five days after my next birthday. Hey, all right. Um, Celebrate with a lot of the bubbly. Ooh. Well, yeah, we'll have to celebrate in each other's houses, though, because, you know, 2020. Fucking over. <laughs> and, and if you don't want uh, a little bit of the bubble, you, you could get a little uh, good brother beer. Yeah. Like back in March or April, everybody was like, everybody that has a birthday this month, it must suck for you. No, everybody all year has had a shit birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't stop. <laughs> back. Wait, good brother beer, you say? Did they make a beer? Oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah. see that, I see that the big LG has like a, a bourbon whiskey, and I'm like, I'm kind of down. Those cans are huge. I mean, LG's got big hands, and even the cans are huge in his hands. Oh, yeah. It, they, it was drinkers, boy. <laughs> yeah, Moses, did you see that on uh, Impact this week? I did not. All I saw, I didn't get any of the Impact Troop. He told them sneaking in some highlights as we're talking right now. You know, the uh, uh, monster... Yeah, they ran uh, uh, like this big ass can. It was actually called the BFC. The BFC. Yeah, uh, his uh, beer is about that size. <laughs> oh my god, the BFC! Uh, back in my uh, back in my inventory days, where we would get woken up at three a.m. to to inventory WalMarts at four a.m. to not bother the customers. Oh god, I needed those things, and I would buy one every. Uh, probably like one a day. And oh, if it was like a rough day, like one of these days where we ended at a store at midnight, yeah, it fucking happens. You start at 4 a.m., we're there till midnight. I don't know how the fuck that happens, but it happens. That's a you long go home, ass shift. Well, yeah, but they fucking like, they give you, we got paid like three, four lunches. It just, every, <laughs> what it is is they don't do stuff right, and then their department managers are getting mad, and then all of a sudden people pull out crap out of nowhere and working for walmart sucks i'm sure i'm glad i just worked with a company that worked with them and yeah it was it was a total pain in the ass you'd have uh, associates asleep in the or like what guys i worked with passed out in the van because they're just dead tired that's fucking just 20 like, hours somebody hand me another monster yeah Oy. brutal brutal Oy. Oof. Uh, you may have noticed Mike Larkin is not with us this week. He messaged me just before the show, said I'm not feeling too well. Do you mind if I have the week off? But, dude, you're the COO of Mass Wrestling. You can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to work. You're the COO. So just shoot me a text, not coming in today. Okay? <laughs> um, oh, we're also seven weeks away from promo series five, and the promo ball is back this week we had a little break and there's another break next week but we're back this week <clears throat> um but before we get to that 
do you know what? I actually really enjoyed Clash of Champions. I think it's you enjoyed it. I, yeah, every match uh, I think was solid. Like it, it wasn't it... brilliant, but it was it was good. I wasn't I was gonna try either. I was gonna Go try to watch it, but I decided not to just because I was like, "Fuck that." Uh, but okay. I, I've heard absolutely zero complaints about yeah uh, WWE this week. The the only thing I didn't really care about was Street Profits retaining yet again. Um, but. I don't know if that was the original result anyway, because Angel apparently got injured during the match. I was going to uh, say, yeah, with the oddball-ass injury angle. Oh. And the whole thing is, is these refs need to communicate. You're out here looking like fucking Nick Patrick. Don't be <laughs> Nick Patrick. <laughs> yeah, was it, was it the same ref that called an audible on the Mickey James match? Yep. Because she didn't know what was going on either. She was like, what the fuck are you ringing the bell for? He's like, your arm's broken. She's like, I sold it, dumb shit. Maybe that... And that you know, backstage, when they have the trainer's office, it's doctor slash trainer. Maybe the referee's the same referee slash trainer slash doctor. <laughs> it's all the same three dudes. <laughs> three guy, one guy. Well, I got a stripy shirt. Can you hold a needle? Yeah. You're a doctor, too. Oh, yeah. Can you take some temperature? Yep, you're a doctor. <laughs> you take my go. ankle? Okay, cool. Infrared scanner. I'm a doctor. And you're taping angles, so that makes you a trainer. There you go. <laughs> but, of course, the biggest angle at Clash of Champions was Roman Reigns just molly whopping poor Jay. It's been, a I've heard, uh, it's been a long time since I've heard anybody try to give uh, a Roman Reigns match a five. Yeah. <laughs> if ever. <laughs> I mean, it was... I'm, I don't know if I'll go as high as that, but it was very, very... Um, his new in-ring style, I really like. Mm-hmm. He can use the leg lariat all day long. I'm cool with that. But I have to seriously ask, and what in God's name? We remember, do you, I, I know there was another brother and brother situation where they threw the towel in, and that was Dustin and Cody. Yeah. Did he ask him, hey, bro, you want me to throw this towel in? Are hey. you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, I think he was just like, dude, I'm going to throw the towel in. Like, Don't throw it in. Don't do it, man. And then, and then, but the, the Jimmy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna. You want me to throw this thing in? You want me to do this?" And I'm like, "What? He is getting murdered by your giant, by your new, newly giant cousin. Do you see the size of the man? You know, he weighed like 305 back in his college football days. He's 20 something pounds shy of that because he, he looks. If he's actually 275, which he looks it." Jesus, yeah, dude, Christ. jacked. Dude, dude got that Aquaman look. I, I, I can't wait for the, bar- the family barbecues now. Cousin Roman's here. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you so, take the last piece of chicken? I'm just kidding. I had to... <laughs> there was a that was going around um, about Jay asking his kids who was going to win. Oh, that shit was yes. hilarious. Like, yeah, they call him Uncle Uwa. You know what, Jay? I hope Jay went home, like, exaggerating his injuries and was like, how you feel now, son? <laughs> feel good about what you say? <laughs> Look what Uncle knowing, Roman did. Knowing Jay, he's probably doing that. 
Um, I but, do like the older kid though, smart as all hell. He's like, well, you know, you my dad, so I'm gonna say for you. I'm gonna say you. He's like, all right, you can go back to your room. <laughs> yeah, you, you can go back to Animal Crossing. Uh, the the ending was played out really well though, and I love the the mirror images of Rocky Four uh, when Apollo just got mollywhopped by Drago. There's that. Facts. I think we have to pay Mike every time we say mollywop now. Well, we stop saying it. Oh yeah. Uh, Moppy Wall. His checks are big enough already. That's why he's not on the episode. He's sitting at home collecting paychecks from Molly Wap. Shit. Um. Oh, clean sweep for Emma as well. New predictions champion. I think I was like one short because I changed it at the last minute to Randy Orton. She didn't get a single one wrong, did she? No. Jesus. And I got one wrong because I changed it at the last minute. We're screwed. Well, that the thing was the I had once. I'll never have again. I was looking through the predictions and I said to Mike, the only match separating us two has now been cancelled. So one of us has got to change our prediction. And I see all these reports that Randy Orton is heavily rumoured to be taking the title. So I'm going to go with Orton. Nope. I kind of knew as soon as Big Show came out. Oh, shit. Fucking this isn't going to go my show. way. <laughs> How in the hell did this big-ass dude fucking sneak his way into the like ringside? I'm like, are you kidding me? You couldn't see the gigantic man sneak his way in? That's a big-ass cameraman. I was going to say, like, you really not going to notice this giant <laughs> fucking camera. And of course they can do it in the Thunderdome because there isn't a live audience to go, hey, look, it's Big Show. Facts. There's a, there's a lot of sneaky shit you can do in the Thunderdome, like Asuka sneaking through the crowd that wasn't there that time in uh, the Performance Center. Oh, yeah. Uh, amazing. Uh, so the following night on Raw was pretty much rematches from Clash of Champions. Um, kicking off with McIntyre with the Legends, all of which helped him win. Uh, Big Show, Shawn Michaels, Christian, uh, and they just, they spend the entire night playing poker. Why you'd want to yep. play poker against Ric Flair, I don't know. You know, dirtiest player in the yeah. game. Um, yeah, I saw a, like a highlight package of just a Clash of Champions. And it got to that match. I was like, what the fuck is Shawn Michaels doing there? And then he just like super kicked the shit out of him and then just like poked him and he fell off and Rick Flair's driving the ambulance. I was like, what the hell's going on here? For a second, I and thought you were going to say you saw a highlight package of the poker game. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I was confused. Me not watching Raw and sleeping through this segment of the show, I don't really pay that much attention. Didn't understand none of it. I was like, okay, this is weird, but I'm down with it. Yeah, Sean, Sean with the new finger poke of doom, which instantly became a meme. Yes, it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, a complaint from me, of course, was Asuka tapping out of Selena again, two nights in a row. Um, I mean, I didn't expect Selena to, none of us expected Selena to beat Asuka, but come on, you don't do a dirty like that. I don't know about dirty. I mean, she got in a lot. Personal, I thought she got in a lot. Well, yeah, but I mean, two nights in a row she taps out. And then gets berated by Andrade. I don't even know what the hell he said. 
And this is exactly why he needed Zelina, because I can't understand a word Andrade says. (laughs) English nor Spanish. No. Um, And he, of course, was then obliterated by Keith Lee. Facts. In the middle of all this as well, I see in the first 34 minutes, three adverts for Conor McGregor's whiskey. Have you tried it? Uh, I... I'm not sure if we can get it, but no. What are you? Oh, that sucks. I mean, if, if I can find it, I'll try it. But yeah. I mean, I prefer Irish to Scottish anyway. So. No, no, no. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Scottish, Scotch. My bad. Use the proper terminology, <laughs> Captain. Um, backstage, some douchebag tries to sit with MVP and Shelton. Really? Why would you even try? Like, no. You, you don't just sit with the hurt. You can't sit with us. Oh, yeah, they just... Not, and, then, and then for his mistakes, he lost his food as well. But like this fucking, like, weird-ass looking dude, he's just, like, sitting there. <laughs> He's just, like, all on his phone. What the fuck are you doing? He's not even another wrestler. He's just some random dude. He is obviously some, like, fucking uh, bondsman. Somebody just got out of jail or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Guy was a fucking nobody. (laughs) Just sits down. I've done some things, man. Who the fuck Bobby Lashley's, like, looking at him like, who in the fuck? (laughs) You're in my seat. Moves across. You're still in my seat. <laughs> Guys, please, like, please all, leave the plate. All right. <laughs> well, look, there's your food, stupid. Like that. All right. I'm not going to tell him no. Yeah. The MVP starts sharing it up. Right. Um, and on the subject of miracles, well, I, did we even bring up miracles? That was a miracle. Like, he didn't get his ass whooped. But an, an actual miracle was Tozawa is back from the dead. After getting eaten by a shark two weeks Fuck ago. out of here with this <laughs> shit. Uh, 24-7 title had a hell of a night as Tozawa rolls up Truth. A ninja hits Tozawa with a briefcase and pins him. That ninja turns out to be Drew Gulak. Truth then rolls up Drew Gulak. And then they have a triple threat match later on which Truth wins. They fucking ran out of that room like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And this is just bad. <laughs> you know, you know what's coming. Little Jimmy's gonna pin Truth. Fuck you! Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even want to think about that. <laughs> oh my need god. Some kind of graphics to have the twenty-four-seven title floating in midair. Oh hell. I'm calling and it. And do if, it if they haven't planned it, I'm, it, I'm gonna take credit for it if they do it. So just remember, people, you heard it here first and not from Dave Meltzer. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, don't get all <laughs> pissed off at Dave again for nothing. <laughs> um, we move on to family drama. Um, as Seth Rollins steals Murphy's phone and then shares a DM conversation between Aaliyah and Murphy, which honestly wasn't even that bad. Nah. It, it was just like... My whole thing is, is bro code, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
Broke I, I, I didn't really see good. any flirting, though. I mean, it, it, we, she even gave him a... Oh, by the way, happy birthday. It, no, it wasn't a happy birthday. Loads of kisses. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Seth's a bastard. He's a bastard. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dominic turns into overprotective big brother and just goes right after Murphy. The other thing as well, that was an Instagram DM conversation, wasn't it? I think so. I couldn't and really her name. Her name was listed on the screenshot as Aaliyah Mysterio, but on her Instagram, it's Aaliyah Gutierrez. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's like her real But no, like, I mean, uh, not truth be told, if I'm Dominic, I'm trying. I'm going to go beat his ass, too. Like, she's 19. Fucking Murphy's like 30. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's legal, but creepy. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. That's and then, like, yeah, that's like me. Dating like a nineteen-year-old, and that's, well, yeah, that's yeah. not happening. It's, an, it's unfortunate for us just being thirty as well. <laughs> it's totally. <laughs> I'll live. Difference is Murphy looks thirty-one. Facts. If not older. This I'm. Is true. I, I I still look seventeen. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's got to be the beard. You got to get a beard. Got to get a beard going. Get a beard. I, I thirty years still trying. <laughs> I, I got whiskers and that's about it. Uh, you have to get me a transplant. No, what you what you just need to do is, and I don't know if they even are doing that right now because a lot of people aren't doing beard work. But if you can go to a barber and get like a good old fashioned shave, get a couple of those and have them do it. All of a sudden, watch it'll start growing in. And Google. There you go. <laughs> okay. That's honestly that's how mine started to come into because I can only do like the chin, and mm-hmm. then I was I got told by my barber he's like, dude, how do you shave? And I showed him he's all, you're doing it wrong. I was like, oh, okay, well I'm just gonna come to you and let you do it. I I didn't know there was a wrong way to do it. Like one minute there's hair, next minute it's clean. <laughs> I thought the same too, but apparently <laughs> if you cut it the wrong way, or I'm like, whatever, bro, just cut my shit. <laughs> I'll give you an extra five bucks. I'll give him an extra 20. There you go. Get me a great big bushy beard. You got yourself a tip. Um, right, so next segment featured Blah Blah Blana and Blah 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 Talia. Demanding attack the, the women's tag team championships are stripped from Shayna and Naya because they're injured. <sighs> I'm so sick of these two already. I think this is about the time that I was like, I'm going to go cook some dinner. Yeah, I, I I wish it was that early so I could still go and cook something. Uh, but Adam Pearce thankfully refuses and gives them the new tag team of Dana and Mandy. Now, originally I looked at it and thought, man, Mandy looks generic as fuck. But then it came out later on that it was a tribute to uh, a young Trish Stratus. Who, of course, was at the time generic as fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, it was like, yeah, generic as a motherfucker. I mean, well, to be fair, Trish really owned it, but yeah, she was pretty green back in the pink. Oh, facts. And they just seem to have completely erased Mandy's history with Otis after moving her to Raw. I I don't get it. Bastards. Assholes. Like, obviously they had no long-term plans for it. It was just, hey, this will be cool. Let's Let's put Otis with a hot chick. Just to fucking kill it. Just to fucking kill it. On the bright side, it does seem to have brought out the 
more serious side about it. Says he just went straight after Joe Mo this week on SmackDown. Good, good job. Yeah, Ducky. Otis needs to be more serious. Um, I mean, for fucking crying out loud, he's had this briefcase for what feels like two years. Yeah, I mean, like like I said though, I, I like the fact that they don't always remind you that he's got the briefcase. It's good to forget about it because then when the cash in comes, you're like, oh shit, yeah. But then it gets to like Dolph Ziggler level money in the bank, and it's getting to the end of the contract, and everybody's like, when the fuck is he gonna cash in? He's running out of time. That's how it feels sometimes, for sure. Kind of like Michael Larkin with the Iron Bank. <laughs> you know he's waiting till the very last day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Either that or until Moses wins it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he just doesn't want to take it off of Phoenix. <laughs> I'm fucking trying, man. Fucking trying. Um, ooh, Alistair Black reveals his new eye. That shit is dark. Yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. What I don't dig is the goddamn new song. Uh, Fucking Death Rebel. Like I, I, I heard, I heard a difference, but I again was not. I was in the middle of cooking. I was like, what the fuck I, I didn't really listen to the actual theme properly because I was still pissed with the just intro. Baffled? The intro was just so like, what the fuck is this? It was just yeah, like I a really deep voice now. going to Alistair Black. Fucking Vincent Price doing your song. What the fuck? Darkness falls across the land. Mike Larkin currently loving that. <laughs> well, yeah, this guy in his, what's that fucking song that he fucking loves so much? Uh, whose theme is it? Uh, fucking, uh, oh, the, the, Baron Who's Corbin. the smiley broad that Travis hates? Oh, Kylie Ray. Relentless. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's like ruthless or something. Ruthless, relentless, same I thing. Know. I don't fucking know. Same difference. He just loves to sing that word, and it's just yeah. like, I, 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 whatever. And he's currently correcting us. Yeah, well, sorry, Mike. We'll uh, we'll we'll get it right next he's time. He's yelling at the screen. You motherfucker! <laughs> sorry, bud. Um, I was I was also pissed off with the results of the match because it was all the referee's fault. So he calls a DQ on Black because he gets elbowed in the chest. And he gets elbowed in the chest because he's standing directly up Alistair Black's ass. I was going to say, yeah, you're in the fucking way. Like, the dude's throwing punches, so you fucking like, go right up to him? There was, like, another, like, 20 feet around him, and he's like, I'm going to be right here. It's just too close All the to make you uncomfortable. Oop, elbow in the face. Oops. It's almost... <laughs> It's almost like ready to rumble. You shouldn't stand so close to the ring when there's a ladder match going on. Exactly. <laughs> when the kickbarts are thrown, strike, get the fuck out of the way. Don't you just love it when we can, when we can uh, throw in a ready to rumble reference? It's great. Works out perfectly every single time. Yeah, I love Jimmy King. You love Jimmy King? I love Jimmy King. <laughs> We're men. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrong to say that we love other men. Wow. I love you. Bang. Do me, do me. Bang. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. Uh, okay, so we finally get to Murphy and Dominic, um, which I completely missed was apparently an ODQ match. I, I didn't catch anybody announcing that, but okay. 
Um, Aaliyah tries to stop Dom from using a candlestick on Murphy, who then rolls up Dominic, so little sister cost him the match. But then he goes apeshit with a candlestick anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, it beats the bricks off them. And so, I know I said, like, a couple weeks ago, like, give this fucking kid anybody else to wrestle. I did not mean Seth Rollins is fucking lackey. Again. I meant, like, anybody else. The yeah, fucking well, chopper. Give him a chopper to beat up. What, what happened to the short-lived tag team with Umberto? It was short-lived. I mean, that was a good... That could have been a good-ass team. Umberto could have carried him. Two young baby-face-looking kids. Yeah. Oh, man. Umberto puts the baby-face in baby-face. Facts. Damn. Uh, Dominic made the cardinal mistake of calling a female naive. And gets a slap in the face for it. Now, some people have complained about the slap, saying it she needs to take slapping lessons from Stephanie McMahon. Obviously, Stephanie McMahon's got the fucking most lethal slap in the business, but I don't think there was anything wrong with Aaliyah's slap. That? Do we not remember who fucking Stephanie's dad is? Fucking lay it in, pal. <laughs> uh, I also think she spoke very well in the King's Court segments. I mean, considering... She's a good actress. Yeah, she she she's new to the business. She hasn't had any training. She did she did fine, absolutely fine, and obviously she didn't want to fucking claw Dominic's face off. I mean, it's still a brother. Mhm. Uh, so I'm actually I'm actually quite interested in where it goes. I'm probably the we'll only see. person, but. Um, I'm not, okay, I, I will say that I'm not disinterested. Yep. Like I'm just I honestly I just want to see the kid. Work with other fucking people. It's supposed to be other fucking people, and that's about it. I mean, this story seems fine. I mean, uh, uh, now the the thing is, is like, is Aaliyah like a thing? Like, like how I mentioned the other the other day, like, uh, fucking Ray's got his goddamn entire family working for the company. Like, am I going to see like his mom wrestle somebody? Like, is Dom's mom going to wrestle? Is Aaliyah going to wrestle? Is she just going to be fucking Buddy Murphy's valet and be evil? You know, like, what the fuck's going on? Well, Mania's coming. Is to the means? <laughs> it, it would be a lot worse if she wasn't a good actress. So, um, thankfully, Facts. she can carry it. Yeah, well, that's why I said I'm not so disinterested, because at least, at least, uh, at least she looks good. <laughs> Uh, okay, Apollo, Mustafa, and Ricochet defeat the Hurt Business clean. Fucking clean. You've just built up the Hurt Business as this badass group for months, and you're going to have them lose clean in a six-man tag, just like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a retribution tease in the middle. Obviously, they didn't actually come out because they're all quarantining for two weeks, thanks to that NXT party. Who, whose party was that, by the way? God only knows. Probably the same guy that leaked the Great American Bash results. Oh, um... <laughs> uh... No, not Jessamine, dude. No. Uh, I don't fucking know. Marina Shafir? Had to be, like, some jabroni. Yeah, it was a jabroni. Ah, but, I mean, I say that like feet. it's a bad thing. We're not really bothered if we don't get retribution. Well, I'm not no. anyway. I can I can definitely live without them. <laughs> On the plus side, main event saw the return of Bobby Roode. Um, 
I mean, obviously he wasn't going to win the world title, but it was nice to see him back. I mean, there was a lot of drama in the match, considering we kind of knew Drew was obviously going to win. There was a lot of near falls for Rude. Mm-hmm. I'm popped for his return. Yeah, and he kept his music. Yeah, Which, that's good. Is it a CFO theme, or did Jim Johnson compose it before he left? I, I'm really hoping that's a Jim Johnson thing, otherwise it's going to have to get changed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was a Jim Johnson song because it was originally for Nakamura. Oh, that's right, huh? And he probably looked at this and he so, kidding me. Yeah, please, please don't change Bobby Reed's music for some generic crap from Death Rebel. Oh, God. And then, oh, man. So we get to a really positive main event and then just the final segment, man. Randy Orton sneaks back in with a cleaning trolley and I'm not making this up. Night Vision My Goggles. Man. Night Vision Goggles. Tom Clancy's Randy Orton. Uh, he kills the lights to attack the legends. But you know how I knew he wasn't a real cleaner? Why is this? Because none of the spray bottles were yellow or purple for surfaces. They all had blue spray for cleaning glass. That's not true. You can use Windex to clean everything. Yeah, but it's not very sanitary. It is. The ammonia kills everything. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you, First, you need actual we, degreaser in this day and age. Fucking, can we talk about his welder's goggles? <laughs> yeah, his splinter cell goggles. Just Thanks for the fucking best. <laughs> but the whole thing was stupid because he was stood there for like I 10 laughed. seconds before he killed the lights and none of them fought to get up to jump him. There's like four of them in the room. And then first, <laughs> no, no, you, you totally missed the best part at the ending when this gigantic, this gigantic man is holding this fucking cart and they're just like, what's going on? And he fucking points and they're like, they just run yeah. again, fucking Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he went and that like, way. Do you, not see, do you not see this gigantic fucking dude? But. He's just, you're telling me you've got Big Show, Christian, I mean, okay, Ric Flair's a bit slow and he had his back to the door, but Big Show, Christian, Shawn Michaels are just sitting there going, oh, it's Randy Orton. Oh, he's putting goggles on. Oh, he's picking up a steel chair. Oh, he's going for the light switch. And none of them thought to get up. <laughs> they must have thought he was doing a BTE bit or something. <laughs> Shawn Michaels just like, is this one of those TikTok things? Exactly. <laughs> exactly what he thought. Uh, what a way! What a way! What a bad way to end the show. But I digress. The promo bowl is back. Like I said, we had a week break while you decided. Okay, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I gotta cut you off really quick. Okay. I said I was gonna do this. I've been saying it all fucking week long. I have to pre-warn. Oh, disclaimer. I had. This is a full-blown disclaimer. Okay. Promos are meant to be a little angry. Do not take anything said personally. If you do, you use a bitch. You little itty bitty bitch. Okay, promo ball is back. Uh, we had a week break while you decided who got a second chance, and you chose Cypher for King Mo's second bout. So without any further ado, it is the last bout of the first round. Cypher versus... Moses Marquez.
You voted, and Cypher is your choice to be given a second chance in the promo bowl. He was previously eliminated by the Phoenix, and now has to slay the King of the Mike, Moses Marquez, in order to proceed. This is also the second slot given to Moses, giving him the King's advantage. King, my liege, my boy, El Jefe, Moses Marquez, King Mo, the three-time, three-time, three-time promo league champion. That's what we would be saying if you actually, you know, went through with actually winning. But it fell short three times on me. Come on now, you can't be calling yourself the king if you fail short three times. But listen, Moses, um, I heard what you said about me on Max. You called me a redneck. <clears throat> Brother, there's nothing redneck about me. My accent may be southern, but it's that twang that's going to get me the W. Now, um, Mr. Marquez, now, you can call me Redneck, you can call me Hick, Hillbilly, I don't give a fuck what you call me, but you, sir, have a lot of nerve coming at me the way you did when you can't even get close enough to the belt to actually taste the championship belt. Now, come on. I understand you got skills. I understand that you did get close. You're closer to me, three times closer. But almost counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and you almost became champion. But I gotta give credit what credit is due. You've done things that I haven't done. I haven't got to that, you know, part of getting close to a championship belt. I mean, I have, but I fell short. But I didn't fall short three times. And I know your buddies with Travis. I know you had a couple bouts with Travis, you know, the demoness, since, you know, I got to articulate now. Well, articulate this. You still ain't going to be promo champion after this. You ain't going to get close to a promo championship. You can say fourth time to charm, but I don't think so. Not while I'm here. Not while I'm still standing. Not while I'm, you know, bringing my southern twang in the mix. You see that out there? Up there where the clouds is at? That's where your head at. Your head up, your head is in the fucking clouds. And your head's also up your ass. Now, I don't mean no disrespect. I am a nice guy. But this championship ain't about being nice. It's about getting the gold. It's about going in to the depths of hell and taking that belt from a demon queen. Now, my, now you might have some hash, hash, harsh words for me, but you, 
you're going to tap out to the three count. <sighs> it sucks that I have to come at you like this, King Mo. I'm sorry, King Mo. But you called me out. And I had to wax your ass, man. I'm sorry. That's just how we do it. You can't come for a good old southern boy like me and expect not to get your ass kicked. Now, I'm not bowed up like Travis gets. I don't get bowed up, baby. But you will bow down to the new king, which is me, King Cypher. And you know that. You know, there's a lot of talk lately about change. Now, see, there's only one guy around here who's going to bring change to anything that has to do with the promo order. Baby boy, you're looking at him. So, Corey, Corey Coulter, the man they call Cypher. How you doing? Congratulations on your second chance opportunity. It's going to be a wasted opportunity, but an opportunity nonetheless, Mr. Cypher. You know, the last time I did this for Promo Bowl, I went up against DC. I had a lot of things I had to say about DC, and most of them were just just plain old mean. And for you, Corey, well, it ain't going to get much nicer. Because I told everybody from the jump, I'm out here to shoot. I'm not holding nothing back. And I am definitely not sugarcoating a motherfucking thing. If you don't like what's going on around here, you don't like how I cut my promo, you don't like how you lost, leave. I don't need people bitching and complaining because they felt they should have won when they didn't and the reality is is you probably could have won and you know who you are if you just simply changed the song on that CD that you love to play over and over again being your promos but back to the task at hand speaking of a man who refuses to change the CD in the CD player because I don't want to go so as old as, as record players because I'm not that old Corey Brother, like, okay, here's my thing with you, Corey. You talk about you're coming for what's yours. But I don't think you've ever won any kind of title in Max. Not knowledge, not predictions, and damn sure not the promo. But you know who has won two out of that three? This guy. King Mo. King Bro. King Mo the King Bro. I like that. I like that a lot. You talk about nobody's going to touch the food on your plate. You know, that's one thing I feel that we can agree on, that we have a mutual agreement with. You're a hungry, hungry competitor. You will stop at nothing to get to the pinnacle of the promo order. But just like I said at the beginning, this is your second chance and it is a wasted opportunity. You have an impossible task in front of you. Do you really feel that you have any sliver of hope 
to beat me, King of the Mic, King Mo, the fucking year 2020. It's all about me, baby. Do you guys not understand? Does this have to click in multiple ways for you to fully, really comprehend what is all going on around here? And that is I have shook the world at its core. The year 2020 has been lots of ups and downs in reality, but the reality of the fact is, as I have been on top of all of those ups, I walked into King of the Mic, probably the biggest underdog, and walked out champion. I've had two shots at the promo championship. The one and only piece of gold that has just been fingertips away. But you know, I've learned something after each attempt. I've learned that there is something I can always improve on. There's something I can always tweak, adjust, and then take advantage of the situation. Look at all of the people I have faced in the past with similar situations. Guys that I could not overcome, but yet with time, education, and just hunger, I was able to get past them. So Corey, I hope there's one thing you've learned from me. And that's using your brain. Because, bud, going back and looking at your promos, your key victories include two very talented people, one of them being a former promo champion. And by the way, since we're talking about that one, how in the fuck did you beat Travis? I know, like you know, like everybody else knows, you didn't win that. You got past him by the graces of God. Obviously not by the demoness. Demoness. Demon S. Basically two words, bud. Demoness. This is not no South Carolina, no Carolina. Squirrel climbing up a pole with a goddamn apple in his mouth or there's some fucking gators on fucking Mike's front lawn. This is promo order. We doing it big Cali style. So again, baby, I hope you brought your A plus plus game. Cause you're gonna need all that and then some to get past your darkest nightmare. You say nightmares don't last long, but last time I saw you, you woke up from a nightmare and you were cracking jokes. This ain't a place to crack jokes. You talk about it, you want it to be serious. You want to be taken seriously. You want to be gifted something because you've waited oh so patiently I've waited so patiently fuck that I'm so sick and tired of all you fucking little whiny bitches out there talking about when's my turn when's my turn I've waited patiently I've grinded I've grinded from the start and I've done nothing but bust my ass and get to where the fuck I am now if you can't learn from this, get the hell out of the promo order. You don't stand a shot. Now, Corey, I want you to be mad. I want you to be angry. I want you to feel some type of way because that smiling face of yours is not going to get you past me. You better bring some fire. You better bring some heat because the only way you're dethroning me is by burning my throne and baby boy. Gold don't melt easy.
come for the king, he best not miss. Max Wilson presents Promo Series 5 Anime Lines. November 19th, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. Well, if you're out of shape, show me something. Maybe a couple of years ago I could have. But look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, but I cut promos with this hand. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. On to Impact this week, and pretty stacked again. We kicked off with the tag team match between Rosemary and Tyre, uh, getting a win over Havoc and Nevaeh. This level of aggression has been sorely missed from Rosemary. She was all over those two. She actually felt like a demon assassin. Um, and her, her and Tyre actually felt like a tag team as well. They worked very well together. Like, I was expecting some kind of shenanigans from Tyre, but no, they played it straight down the middle. So, uh, now... That's some good double teamwork. I mean, were they... They weren't a team. I, the only thing I can remember between them was Wrestle House, and that yeah. was just the ending. I don't think they've really been classed as a tag team before. They've been they've been associates or friends. I can dig that. I just I, I'm just ready for them to bring back the knockout titles, tag team titles. I'm just mm, I mean, to bring back Wrestle House. They, they could be planting seeds. Yeah, please bring back Wrestle House. <laughs> I mean, we we kind of got a Russell House segment later on, which we'll get to. But uh, after the match, Kiara and Tasha attack Rosemary and Tyre. And it seems, well, obviously we're going to get Rosemary and Tyre against uh, Tasha and Kiara next week because that was the deal. You help me, I help you. Uh, it seems to me like we're heading for a three-way tag, though. So they could be planting the seeds for the women's tag team titles. They need to. <laughs> they got they got they got the people, they got the teams. There's no reason they have more reason to have a women's tag titles than fucking WWE does. Oh definitely. And I actually think Impact has the best women's division right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean WWE've got the talent, they just don't freaking use them. Right. And then AEW's women's divisions eh. Still needs a lot of work. Like, either hurt or just in quarantine or still trying to figure out how to use them properly. Yeah, there just doesn't seem to be any consistency in AEW's women's division. No, not at all. As a backstage, Motor City Machine Guns confront the Good Brothers, as you mentioned before the show. Big Luke with that big-ass can of uh, brother, be- brother Beer. Uh, which is available soon, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MCMG claim Holy the shit, Good that's Brothers. A big ass can. Yeah, you see what I mean. And Gallows has got big ass hands. <laughs> that's a fucking yeah, that's big, a big ass can. That's a big ass can. That's a big ass can for that big ass dude. Could you imagine <laughs> it for one of us? Shit. Yeah. Be like a baby holding a can of beer. Easily like a thirty-sixer. Mm. 
I think uh, a little bit after this, uh, Josh Matthews damn takes a jab at a little bit of the bubbly. Hey, hey, don't be taking shots at AEW Impact. They're not the enemy. <laughs> talking about uh, <laughs> you know, wondering, they were talking, uh, wondering if uh, uh, they're going to come out with uh, champagne and hard seltzers. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Jericho sold a lot of that champagne. I don't know if Tony Khan has any influence on White Claw, though. Yeah. I know, but <laughs> I, I just I just laughed at it. I thought it was funny. Um, well, the guns took shots as well, saying the good brothers uh, should wrestle as good as they tell stories. Maybe they'll be tag team champions one day. Maybe. Maybe. What, what, was, that, uh, what was that damn uh, punchline the good brothers gave? Um, they they going to kick out of that. Uh, oh yeah. Or, um, <laughs> how did that go? Carl was like, "What's their finishing move called?" And Luke was like, "I don't know, it's some kind of flippy move." Yeah, we can't wait to kick out of your finishing move. <laughs> it, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, they basically just used this episode to announce a whole bunch of matches for Victory Road uh, this Saturday, which we should predict really. But I mean. It's kind of a pay-per-view, but it's kind of not at the same time. It's weird. Uh, and save it's all... it for Bound for Glory. Yeah, we'll save it for Bound for Glory. It's only a couple of weeks away. Um, during Deanna and Kimberly's interview, we found out Susie will be challenging Deanna at Victory Road for the Knockouts Championship, and then, of course, the winner will defend against Kylie at Bound for Glory. When are they going to get rid of that gimmick and bring back Sue Young? I, I really I like, like Susie, but... They obviously are teasing the hell out of uh, Sue Young coming back. And later on, Kylie uh, presents Susie with some kick pads, because why not? Uh, and she says, your time has come. And Susie reacts to that very oddly, staring into the mirror. And the camera goes all nuts and everything. So it is suggesting that Sue Young's time is coming very soon. Uh, I wouldn't expect it at Victory Road, but maybe Bound for Glory. Um, and it could even cost the honor of the title. It would be nice, but I think uh, yeah. fucking. Unfortunately, I think Kylie Ray will take it off over. Yeah. Um. Now, next segment, Caleb with a K for some reason is dressed as Indiana Jones. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, introduces Tennille. We then get the rematch with Jordan and Tennille Dashwood. Jordan seems to be getting more and more frustrated. With just not being able to put Tanil away, like she got really angry as the match went on. Uh, oh yeah! Finally tapped her out with a rear naked choke, and that puts them at one and one. And then, of course, later on, we find out we're gonna get the decider at Victory Road. It, which Caleb with a K, is responsible for because after after he agreed to the match, Tanil was like, "That's not what I meant by fix it." Yeah, though I don't know. I it, it's so weird seeing Caleb with her because she is. Well, take it back to like her in WWE as uh, Emma. She reminds me a lot of uh, Chris Statlander, and seeing Caleb with Tennille, I'm like, I bet uh, Statlander is jealous as punk. 
I don't see why they have him as a manager. He needs to be like fucking going for that X division and title. Mm. He's a good talent. He's a damn good talent. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing him uh, at a indie promotion because he was he's one of the members of the revolt and uh yeah, i remember going up like just completely blown away with his performance and like i straight up went up to him afterwards and was like damn like your finn balor level like he is a, he's a really really great talent uh and they just have him as a manager role well, not just a manager, he's also a personal photographer. He's our PP. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a PP. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, I, it is a weird way to uh, introduce somebody to the roster, but I guess it's mainly because Tennille needs a mouthpiece because she's not the greatest at cutting promos. But still, you know, why pick Caleb with a K? Was it just well, because, not, is it just because they could use the name Caleb with a K? Yeah. Probably, I don't know, uh, but he he's not a stranger to Impact. He's been around Impact for okay years. Yeah, we'll reintroduce him. Well, okay, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they could have easily just got somebody lesser known to do that role. I don't know. We're bound to see him wrestle at some point. Uh, in the meantime, he could take that uh, uh that spot at. Uh, victory road for the uh, defeat Rohit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how long can they just keep feuding between the four of them? Yeah, your X division needs to be bigger. Um, in the meantime, Moose is still looking for EC3, and it just dawned on me this week that when EC3 appears on the wall, it's basically the Riddler in the Arkham series. Yeah. That's I can definitely see just that. dawned on me, but okay. Uh, EC3 vows to destroy the TNA title next week and invites Moose to the funeral. Which... Uh, that ain't gonna... so I, I don't know uh, what to do about that. That'll be, what, two weeks before Bound for Glory, so enough time to set up the match. If he actually destroys that belt, I might cry a little bit. Well, it's not the actual TNA uh, title belt, so, I mean, that one's still safe. This is the, the bootleg replica. Oh, yeah. But it is nice yeah, with the, the white stripe. Yeah. Um, We also got another match announced for Victory Road after Reno Scum attack Rhino and Heath. Scott Demore signs off on an unsanctioned, we hate this word because nothing's unsanctioned, <laughs> tag match uh, between the two of them, the two teams. Yeah. At least, at least they're using the word right in a way, considering he's not yeah. part of the roster, so to speak, compared to having, like, how fucking WWE does a fucking unsanctioned match. Well, now probably is the best time to use that term as well, because Impact are using a lot of short-term deals at the moment. Like, they've only just yeah. offered Deonna Perazzo a full-time contract. Which is weird, considering she's the fucking champion, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's just like, if it doesn't work out, you haven't got to stay with us for like two years, like WWE do. So, come for a couple of months, if it works out, here's a contract. 
Obviously, she's going to sign a contract if she's got the, the knockouts title, though. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, she's not going to go back to WWE because NXT did not do anything with her. Which is a shame. Damn shame. Uh, now, this is where we get to the Russell House type-ish match. Uh, because Johnny Swinger is against Falabar. They actually played the Russell House theme before the match started. Uh, the winner gets to be Bravo's best man. And thanks to Crazy Steve's monkey bouncing off of Falabar's head, Johnny Swinger did originally get the pin, but then Bravo ain't having none of that shit. Restarts the match, and Bar just squashes Swinger, literally, with a, a banzai drop to remain Bravo's which best is, man. Which bothers me, because like he uh, restart, had, had him restart the match, but yet didn't restart the match that uh, 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 Bar was his legs were under the rope. <laughs> like, that that shouldn't have counted. Yeah, I guess. Rules are rules. Yes. Yeah, the boy. Rules are rules, goddammit. If, uh, if FTR were there, they would have had none of that shit. They're, <laughs> they're a stickler for the rules. I <laughs> Um, quite a surprising thing this week was Sammy Callahan revealing that Ken Shamrock was the man who attacked Eddie Edwards last week uh, as Shamrock appears in the ring and attacks him again. Did not see that coming at all. No, just when we were starting to like Sammy Callahan, he turns heel again. Uh, I mean, obviously he's got nothing to do now because Van Damme and Katie Forbes are gone. Yay! No more twerking. Yeah, Lord knows Vince McMahon ain't going to have that on WWE. Definitely. (laughs) No, but I have heard that he's been in contact with RVD about coming back for something. Well, yeah, RVD, but not... I'm not Katie uh, Forbes. Katie Forbes. Oh, God, no. Maybe... That's what I I was getting at. Maybe she'll be going back to LFC and we'll get Rob Van Damme twerking in all of her fights. (laughs) That would be fucking hilarious. Set it up, Mike. You got your contacts. I was gonna yeah, make some make some calls. <laughs> um, and the main event was kind of confusing to me because it was heel team versus heel team, so I wasn't really sure what we were going for. But the North surprisingly beat Fulton and uh, Ace Austin. Then the Good Brothers confront the North, but they're attacked by Fulton and Austin. Then the guns run down to even the odds, and all hell breaks loose. Eight man tag coming up. Eight man tag or an inbound for glory, probably four corner tag. Yeah, I hate these kind of things. It's just too many bodies in the ring. Yeah, for real. Ugh. And that was Impact. There wasn't any stinger this week. There was no post credits scene on Impact this week. Unfortunately. They they played that. Uh... Same video package for Eric Young yeah. a little too. I mean, I, it's not too bad with the short version, but the full version they played it twice in the same episode, and it's just too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't quite comprehend why they did that. No, nah, I mean, I, I get it's just, I guess it's just a fill time, but they also had the, the, uh, impact, blast from the past, back match. What, yeah. What's it called? The the old match. Flashback. Flashback, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of, um, 
Gail Kim and Madison Rain. I mean, they could have just showed more of that match instead of just showing the same pay-per-view plug twice. 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 Speaking of pay-per-view plugs, congratulations, folks. You have reached level 10 of 2020. We are now in October and seven weeks away from the next Match Racing Special promo series 5 Enemy Lines on November 19th. The traditional winner stays on Gauntlet begins on November 17th on the pre-launch show and concludes on the 19th. The Phoenix defends the Knowledge Championship against Alex Dorio in the Ultimate Undertaker Showdown. The winner will then defend against the DMS, and the winner of that defends against El Jefe. Oh, it's my cats. Yeah. And the Phoenix isn't the only one with three challenges because the Demoness puts the promo championship on the line against the three finalists of the promo bowl in the microphone standoff. That's gonna be so fun. Yeah, we don't have Mike to sing Rhinestone Cowboy this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, microphone standoff. There it is. <laughs> uh, Moses will also be back in action as well, going after the as well as going after the Knowledge Championship. He'd be stepping up to the mic for a promo duel against the Shape. Well, I'm bringing my six shooter. Sundown, let's go. Like it. And prepare for a pop culture collision as Mike Larkin goes head to head with Britney Savage in a promo exhibition. And if it's anything like last time, you can expect. A feature film type promo from Mike. <laughs> we're, we're talking Lord of the Rings extended version. <laughs> and the predictions title will also be on the line just for Survivor Series because, of course, there will be no NXT takeover that weekend. And for more information, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com because it's time for some real cowboy shit. Yeah. And like, like drink whiskey and, and, and spit and chow. <laughs> and other <laughs> cowboy terminology and such. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Roping cattle. I fucking had. Y'all ain't Mike, around God here. Damn, or, where's Mike at? He will know. I would say I would say Mike Wolf. Trav, you're a redneck. Come on. Oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it. <laughs> Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Evolution of Pro Wrestling. Woo! I'm Lewis, and this is Jay. Who made a bigger impact? Stone Cold Steve Austin? Or The Rock? Shawn Michaels? Or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? See, this is a, a crazy topic. And we got an exciting topic for you tonight. Who's better in which era? CM Punk or Bret Hart? WrestleMania. Holy cow. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the best and most shocking moments in SummerSlam history. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. Okay, impact. Well, that was impact. And Wednesday night was AEW versus NXT once again. 
do you know what? Let's let's start it with NXT this week because I'm kind of getting used to NXT kicking off with Shotty uh, every week, as I know Travis is. Shotzi oh, yeah. versus Dakota Kai this week, and I didn't want either one of them to lose because both of them have recently come up short against Io, and they both need momentum. Um, so got it this week. Yeah, it kind of softened the blow that Shotzi just grabbed a win with a damn roll up. But, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no, something. <laughs> she also took a nasty, nasty bump on that apron. Like, she's lucky she oh, didn't break her damn neck. Yeah, yeah that, that was damn suplex. Fucking hell. But I don't think anything can hurt Shotzi. She just completely walked it off. Take care of business. Uh, opening match for both Dynamite. Of <laughs> both of my girls said NXT got a win last night. I was very happy with NXT last night. Wait, who's the other one? Carter. Oh, okay then. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm yeah, Zia Lee was not happy with that one either. <laughs> mm. Hell no. Like... <laughs> Um, Casey didn't even do anything. She wasn't happy with her. No. Um, but I digress. Dynamite kicked off with Darby Allen versus Rookie Starks. And within a few minutes, Brian Cage tries to distract Darby, but he gets fought off by Will Hobbs. Um, we're going to get a match between those two yeah. next week. Big boys come to play for the FTW Championship. First ever title oh, defense in AEW. <laughs> How long's he That's had that belt? He's defended it, like, once before, I think. Oh, yeah. that the first time they brought it, yeah. But, yeah, first time since then, like, defending the title, like, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like, uh, wasn't, wasn't they supposed to, supposed to have, like, a title no, for no, title? No, no. They were, like, an open, wasn't they, like, open challenge or something? Yeah, they were going to do an FTW open challenge, I think. Didn't, well, Cage didn't test positive, but he didn't feel very well. Yeah, 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 yeah. something like that. Um, but I thought they were gonna. I thought they were supposed to have a uh, title for title match, like put uh, uh, the FCW belt up, and then uh, he would go up against Mox. But it turned out just to only be for the AEW title. Yeah, nope. I mean, a lot of us were surprised Cage actually lost that match, so maybe that's why they didn't make it title for title. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, the the second segment for both shows, I feel very sorry for NXT because they put up um, Santos Escobar and Isaiah at the exact same time that Cody was cutting a promo. Oh yeah, Cody sorry guys, Cody wins. And back and forth. <laughs> yeah, Cody wins every time. Um, sorry, bud. Just, I mean, at first he didn't really bring out that much fire it was right at right at the end he saved it for right at the end yeah so he says he's ashamed so my answer is no, no. And then he walks away and i was like you're a bitch wait a you're minute a bitch. Oh, oh he's coming back and then oh, i took shit. it back immediately <laughs> i was like uh, you i don't i don't understand why everybody keeps hating on cody's new look because he looks like the fucking dude from that goddamn kids show the the hair looked more natural this week because it's had more time to kind of settle in. Yeah, 
That shit was fresh as a mug last week. Yeah, boy. It's like he literally did it backstage. Yeah, fresh <laughs> as a mug. But no, he's he got he's... Shit at the hotel before the show. <laughs> he's got like the the Targaryen chain thing on his suit. Yeah, last yeah. week he sent out he sent out one of those uh, text messages, and it was just a screenshot of his GPS from yeah. Atlanta, Georgia, uh, to uh, Florida. Uh, so maybe he just did it all. <laughs> Brandy did well, it all the way. Doesn't he live in Georgia? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he was probably just like, I'm going to be on Dynamite. Like, okay. We yeah, but what I, was saying, I, I, what I was saying is he probably did it because it's like a four or five hour drive uh, from Atlanta to uh, there. And uh, Brandy probably did it in uh, driving down the road. <laughs> did right. his hair. Just fucking hang on, bud. Brandy, just hop in the back seat. What for? Here. <laughs> Hands her a bottle of hair dye. What the fuck is this? Uh, just put like, it on. Oh, yeah, let's go. And then he's like, what? What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I mean dye my hair. She's like, what the fuck did I get roped into? <laughs> um, I mean, chaos ensued after the promo. Um, Brody immediately confronts Cody after he accepts the challenge. The entire locker room separates them. And then just completely random... Brandy storms to the ring and flips onto Dark Order. Everybody. Yeah. Just just Brandy's flip is just, just so okay, nobody's watching Brandy. Uh, and then Anna J jumps her. And then somebody jumps Anna J and then friggin' she gets jumped by uh Rosa. Uh Nyla Rose, sorry. Then Nyla Rose is just like just... I'm gonna hop over this fucking guardrail and beats my ass and I'm like, What the shit? <laughs> It was just so complete weird, mayhem though. just because Cody accepted a match. <laughs> He's accepting it. Fucking fight. And everybody's maybe, just fighting. Yeah, maybe everybody just got fired up by Cody yelling. No regrets. No looking back. <laughs> you know, rumor is they were fighting in the crowds, too. Oh, yeah. Fans are beating their ass. Uh, yeah, that, that ma- I mean, I, I said no pun intended, but it's completely intended this time. That match is going to be off the fucking chain. Yeah, oh yeah, it's for... gonna be. <sighs> if we thought we saw Cody bleed, oh yeah, we ain't seen shit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a fucking massacre. He he's possibly going into anybody against JBL at the Great American Bash level bleeding. <laughs> I'm serious. It happens already, and then it happens to Cena the next year. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping he's not gonna go that. I mean, knowing Cody. It'll. It's gonna be a fair amount. I just if it's to the degree of that, it's yeah. Needs to fucking slow down. It's a shame he's dyed his hair dark, dark now because when he's when he bleeds next week, you're not gonna see all the blood in his hair. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dang it, it's not gonna look as good. Um, we've pretty much confirmed a heel turn from Matt Jackson now as he super kicks Tony Schiavone again backstage. Right, like, right in front of the revival. <laughs> like, what the hell? Why are they going to do Tony like that? Last week was great. He's like, can I see your phone? Wham, wham, wham. Like, let's get an upgrade. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right then. This, this week, I... It was like, oops, didn't see you there. Sorry. Oh, my bad. And then FTR, already... like, we're, we're right here. I've already seen a little video that somebody edited. It's like, this is the moment where Skiavone fucked up. Yes. 
<laughs> Banned. Ah, poor Tony. Yeah, and speaking of FTR, they successfully defend the tag team titles against SCU with Hangman on commentary. Um, Daniels got ejected pretty early on, and then the finish was kind of shady because uh, Scorpio didn't just have one leg held down by Tully, but his other leg was all over the ropes. Just terrible positioning from the ref. Like, how the fuck do you not see that? That, that, that was just ridiculous. That's what we call Nick Patrick training. This is this is this is why Chris Jericho had a meeting with all the referees when AEW first started. Do your fucking job. So hey, we gotta knock this shit off. We have to be real fucking referees, you hear me? Yeah. And they're like, nope. Uh over on NXT, Cameron Grimes tried to go to the moon. Uh with what was he calling it? The the open challenge? I didn't yeah. even fucking It's something it. to the so moon. Challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he pretty much squashes opponent number one, Joey Pistachio. Hey, fucking comes out, bam. Um, I was like, okay, well, that sucks to be that guy. And opponent number two, he gets decimated by Ridge Holland. I was going to uh, say, I was that gonna being say, Joey Strong, who just got headbutts. Uh, Ridge then headbutts Grimes and gets DQ'd for going on a stomping streak. He stomped a mud hole in that <laughs> motherfucker. I was going to say, he got in there, he's like, fucking throwing this dude here, he's throwing him there. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, Cameron Grimes is going to die. The best part for me was Grimes backstage looking for William Regal, and then he bumps into Dexter Loomis like, you know where Regal is? You're a freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how people don't like Cameron Grimes. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't. Know, I, nice. I didn't know any. I didn't know anybody hated him. Yeah, apparently, there's there's a portion of fans out there. Yeah, I mean, I even saw one tweet that just literally said, "Cameron Grimes is not entertaining." Well, Move fuck on. that guy. <laughs> he's a, he's one of the best things going on NXT right now. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, one of the not best things, Austin Fury. Uh, claims O'Reilly should be catching up to him, not the other way around. Oh, I fucking laughed so hard when you said that. Uh, My wife was like, is that meant to be funny? I'm like, no. I'm like, this fucking guy's a joke. It's it's just funny because Kyle O'Reilly likes him legal. I was just... (laughs) That was I was just gonna say that that was my next question. I was like, is that the dude that that is this the same guy that that one big guy slapped the crap out of for playing with little girls? Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Uh, well, he got the slap crap out of him by Adam Cole later on. Is that his goal? Is this gonna be his role now? Like, hey, dude, you got in trouble, so now you're just gonna get jobbed out to everybody every week, but you're gonna talk shit like you're the shit. Oh, I loved Adam Cole just on his own in the ring, bowed up as fuck. Oh yeah, get out here. Giraffe yeah. in the ring, and I'm like, oh fuck! You got two choices: if you get in the ring, or they're gonna come from behind, beat you up, and then you're gonna wish you got in the ring. <laughs> I would probably say, I would probably say that was match of the night. Yeah, no. yeah, and I, I just love angry Adam Cole because even angry though Adam is the man, even though he's quote an itty little bitty bitch, he can kick your ass. <laughs> uh, my man, he's going, he's going face. You can see it. Yeah, and man, just wins with two absolutely 
brutal super kicks and the last shot. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, Fury was just running off the ropes and then he just got turned inside out. <laughs> Wham! Just awesome. Um, and then calls are great. Very interesting as well. I mean, people are contemplating Adam Cole turning on Kyle O'Reilly, but after the match, uh, Cole turns to the camera and it was just basically Kyle O'Reilly's going to win the NXT title and nobody deserves it more. God, that'd be a, that would be like awesome. I really want to believe him. I don't want this to be Randy Orton wins the world title and then Triple H dumps him on Batista's shoulders. Right. No, I mean I, I honestly I know it's one of those things where it's, it's um, you know, it's it, is it too early probably, but at the same time like, imagine the fucking stories because apparently they have a plethora of shit they want to do with Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, and he, he is super talented and super charismatic. Um, I gotta be honest, though, I didn't really feel that the face to face with. Finn Balor, moderated by Shawn Michaels. I say moderated. He literally just sat there for the whole thing watching. Yeah, him. he didn't say shit. <laughs> he introduced them and then said, "Thank you, gentlemen." And now that was it. And I'm like, "You fucker! You didn't say nothing. You didn't interject." Well, that's not true. He did. I did like the way he pitched uh, Kyle as his best kept secret in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, personally, I think that's that's a fact. Like Kyle O'Reilly. Former Ring of Honor champion, like the dude, the dude's legit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is he a great tag team guy? Is Red, is Red Dragon like an awesome tag team? Yeah, but he, on his own, is world champion caliber wrestler. And I hope, I hope they really do give him and Finn like at least fifteen minutes, at least fifteen minutes. Oh, I mean, they they've got to go half an hour. Oh, yes. God, that would be great. <laughs> um, back on Dynamite, we forgot to mention, after the tag match, they announced three competitors for the World Title Tournament featured Jungle Boy, Phoenix, and Kenny Omega, which Hangman Kenny choked Omega. on his drink at the news that Kenny Omega was in the tournament. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> right, God damn it, Kenny Omega. I mean, pretty obviously, the tournament final is going to be between the two of them. That would be lovely. I think this is the time where Hangman's going to get a shot. Yeah. Hangman already got a shot. He, he already got uh, a shot, but it was very early. Yeah, well, I, well, a deserved shot is like, yeah. it's time for, it's time to build Hangman. And I think what will happen is, what I hope will happen, at least, is that they're going to try to repackage Hangman a little bit, just a little bit, and put him with FTR and Sean Spears. That will be the four horsemen, and he takes the title off of Moxley. Mm. I mean, some, some of us can understand why they went with Jericho for the, world, for the first world champion, yeah. because it was a new company, they needed exposure. Um, but they've had plenty of time to grow now. Now is a good time to put it on a hangman. And should be told, looking back at it, do you really think they would have been as popular as, with just Hangman as champion? No, and it's no. no disrespect to Hangman. It's just more people know Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, and look at all the positives we got out of it. Yeah, totally. a little bit of the bubbly. 
Yeah, the bubbly that weekend. never would have been a thing if Hangman had have won. Low mm-hmm. champion. Yeah. Um, now, private party. Well, Isaiah Cassidy's in action. Accompanied by Concussion Hardy, still at work. Matt, go home and heal for fuck's sake. Yeah, and take your brother with you. But <laughs> if he goes home, he has to go see Rebby. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's, so yeah, that's, maybe that's why he's in work. <laughs> I want, I want to come to work, but you got a concussion. Yeah, but I got to go home to that. <laughs> Crazy woman. Can I just go on the road with you guys and stay in the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> but you got a newborn. It's worth the sacrifice. And he's like walking up to the books. Come on. You know you guys want to like hang out and like play cards and shit, right? <laughs> Talk about the good old days, the 90s, the attitude era. Come on. Let me, <laughs> let me hit you with some attitude facts. <laughs> but yeah you can tell he's still injured and it's just it's oh, oh stay backstage Matt just stop coming on TV until you're healed up yeah until you can at least walk <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus um, uh, Orange Cassidy versus 10 Orange Cassidy gets another victory despite the Dark Order mocking the best friend's hug. How dare they? It was hilarious. That was a fun match, though. Yeah. That whole thing was fun. I love John Silver. He's the man. (laughs) He loved having the shades. He he did. He built like a brick shit house, but he's all five foot one. Great. He would be my he would be my world champion if I had a midget federation. Yeah. But he, no. But in all seriousness, like he is, he's hilarious. I think, I think he's like legitimately sometimes the highlight of BTE, or at least him and Brody Lee are. But no, yeah, it's... this was he was great in this one. The hug wasn't as uh, as bad as I thought it was going to be. I did love him on the apron before the match started, just all talking all kinds of shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. BTE's more BTDC now. Yeah, yeah. for real. Oh, uh, I'm I'm still confused as to what the hell's going on with Jericho and MJF, but I did find the segment entertaining as MJF visits in a circle and presents them all, except this Sammy, except Sammy with jackets. No, he walks in and they're like, "What in the fuck is going? On? What the fuck are you doing in here?" And he just starts, "Oh well, I got some presents for you. I got," some... and he fucking opens up this box and starts passing out what I think is leather jackets, what I believe was leather jackets or something like that. And he gives them all out, and he gets all mad at Wardlow. Are you trying to tell me that they didn't have one for Sammy? And I'm just like, oh, Sammy's he's totally trying to take Sammy's place. And, and then I love the back and forth. You know, I asked you a simple question. Do you want to join the inner circle? You know, Chris, the funny thing is, is I asked you the same. I asked you a very similar question, and I've yet to receive an answer. And I'm like... <laughs> Can you guys stop polishing each other's knobs, please? <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing every I week. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, okay, can we fucking move on? I love the exchange between Jericho and Sammy as well. When Sammy's just like, what the hell are you doing in here? And Jericho's like, I got this. What the hell are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. And then as they leave, Jericho just yells, Don't talk so much next time, Wardlow. <laughs> I fucking bursted into laughter. They need to bring back those uh, 
inner circle segments that they were doing at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, like the Brady Bunch stuff and the TikToks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking flim flam. <laughs> oh, yeah, the flim flam. Um, so, Britt Baker back in action for the first time really since the less not mentioned match with Big Swole. Um, she defeats a lady called Red Velvet. Okay. Uh, and then places the lockjaw on her after the match. Oh, yeah. Very, with a very sterile glove, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, don't want that saliva on your hands. Yeah, yeah, COVID. Yep. I mean, just ignore the fact we had about 40 guys in the ring, like, an hour before, but okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Spitting, slobbering on each other, I'm sure. Yeah. And none of them was wearing masks. Nope. But I digress. Um, and yes, they have officially renamed Rebel as Reba. Yes. That That is her name. I did mention one great thing about Reba while watching this, and she got ass. Oh, I yeah. I, I mean, she's always had ass. I had no clue. Oh, you didn't no see the menagerie. Yeah, but at the same time, she's no Jordan Grace, neither. No, no, no. She she's kind of in between. <laughs> she's yeah, she's in between. Um. So next week they also announced. As well as the FTW match next week, they also announced Jericho and Hager versus Chaos Project. Excuse me. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let the penny drop on that one. It's the dude who looks like Gangrel. And a dude who looks like Lindsay Dorado. Oh, uh, uh, fucking, uh, God, what's his name? Exactly. (laughs) God, what the hell is his name? Luther. Yeah. Luther and, uh, Serpentine Dude. I can't remember his name. Yeah, that's it. Yes, they are Serpentico, they are Chaos Project. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Luther, of course, was a part of the group with Kia Stevens, Awesome Kong, and Brandy Rhodes, and that the one that just got dropped, the Nightmare Collective. Oh yeah, like a hot potato. I mean, it's kind, it's kind of good that AEW like that because the fans really hate it. Okay, we won't do that anymore. Whereas WWE, the fans really hate it. Okay, let's do it more and more and more and more and more. Yeah, let's get them mad. What are they going to do? Leave? <laughs> Let, let's they leave? bury it into the ground. And then then they have a production meeting. Why Why are the fans leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I fucking wonder. So main events for both shows. NXT had the uh, mixed tag, intergender, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, Priest and Io Shirai versus the Garganos. Mm-hmm. Um, the match was very much about the women, I think. They spent more time against each other than the men did. Yeah, they did. Um, but Gargano hits the springboard DDT for the win after a very nasty, unseen low blow from Candice. Yeah, what a bitch. Uh, it was kind of cool when Eel, like squared up to Johnny. I was like, oh shit, Eel gonna kick his ass. Uh, yeah, I was she, like, come on, do it. Yeah, Candice comes out of nowhere with a backstabber. Nice. 
Dude, that was my exact reaction as I was watching. I was like, yeah, kick his ass. Oh, what the? Like, everybody knows you, you, you don't make a Japanese wrestler, a Japanese lady angry. She can yeah, kick your ass. Don't do it. Like, I, I don't want no part of it. Same thing goes for Latinas. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Christ, Rebby Hardy fight, is the perfect example. Uh, main event on Dynamite side. Whoa. Eddie Kingston, first of all, berates the referee Bryce Remsburg for his decision last week. Apparently they're friends, but, you know, when we're in the ring, it's work. I was, I was trying to protect you. Uh, Eddie selects Andy Williams as Mox's opponent for the world title. Freaking Robert Davis called that like a son of a bitch. Uh, really? <laughs> uh, we were talking about it before the show started. Who the who he was going to pick? And immediately he was like, Andy Williams. Uh, I mean, it, it was a good visual of him just standing behind Mox, and he's like, you know, ring the bell, and Mox turns around like, oh shit, he's behind me, isn't he? Yep. It's, it's nice to see him get I, kind of a singles spotlight, though. Yeah, but I'm more interested in seeing, like, a no DQ Moxley versus Kingston match. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's got to be coming. Really, fuck, fuck, I want it. I want to see it so bad. Uh, I'm just glad they didn't waste the match on, like, Penta, because obviously Mox was going to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's been smart. Uh, and again, uses the bulldog choke for the win, and King, yeah. Kingston just stormed out. Well, I, I really don't think he was gonna be able to get him up for a paradigm shit. No, I well, I don't know. Well, he probably could, but I like what he's been doing, making people tap the fuck out. Yeah, it's. I mean, you think of Mox; he is like a street fighter, so it's only natural for him to yep. have a submission. Mm-hmm. Especially one like a bully joke. Very uh Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more fitting. It's more fitting for John to uh, make somebody tap with a submission than the paradigm shift. I I prefer it. I do like the paradigm shift though, just because it's so quick. Yeah. yeah I like sure. I like quick finishes. I do like him using the uh, the, the Gotch pile driver though. That's my favorite. Oh yeah. But there's too many fucking pile drivers in AEW. And impact, Eric Young. Oh, that's yeah. right. And Eddie Kingston, or no, I mean, but, I mean Eddie is. Eric Young was like the only guy doing a pile driver when nobody was allowed to do a pile driver. Oh yeah. I mean, nobody's doing it. Fuck you! I'm doing it. Bam. Kurt Angle even trusted him to give him a pile driver with his broken freaking neck. Broken freaking name. Ah, oh, well, that is the Wednesday Night War. And, yep, lost the bell again, but the bell has rung in your heads, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Rossing on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and we're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. <clears throat> Caspizox Lee. Was that my good mic impression? That was a good mic impression. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if that was enough, you can also find us every week on Andre Corbeil's YouTube channel, Wrestling with Wrestling. 
You can find me at the Captain 512 You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch no longer makes you dick itch. So don't be a wanker. And check out Smart Mac Radio on Anchor. Dang right. Also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SMR Podnet. That also goes for that Twitch site as well. Um, I don't know if Twitch is on hold or whatever right now. It's just been really hard to stream. So trying to focus on every uh, all the other stuff. Retro fell behind again because that's just fucking how it goes, unfortunately. Um, we're having we're going to work on something, so it's going to probably speed the process up. So a bunch of retro shows are coming at everybody all quick and fast in a hurry. G1 night one should be up right now. So if people want to listen to that, you can. And I know, I think it was either Monday or Tuesday, I dropped a review of Clash of the Champions. Or Clash of Champions, not the Champions. Because that would the Clash of Champions. Or... There you go. <laughs> There's so many name changes. <laughs> um, no, but like I said, not only that, but like I think what was it like three four weeks prior to this thing i had just reviewed a clash of the champions from wcw's in 96 yeah so it's still fresh hey, in the brain i mean at one point it was also night of champions yeah make up your fucking mind <laughs> um mike is not here to tell you who he's been talking to this week but you can find him at sm show one and mcl 92 and incidentally you can also find our new show net picks on Four Corner Union. That there's there's no Twitter account for Netpix, but you know, go follow Four Corner Union. You can find all the Danger Zone shows, and of course, it is on our Max Wrestling YouTube channel, uh, and on Vimeo.com/666FM for a mock alternative classic modern slash rock radio experience. With yours oh, yeah. truly. Uh, new episode of that will be coming very soon. Obviously, I'm going to be working on this episode of Max Wrestling first because it takes longer to fucking edit. Um, next, oh yeah, next week, Promo Bowl takes another break as we prepare for the finals. Uh, we'll return on October 15th with Moses Marquez versus Chris Maldonado. Uh, but also next week, we will be reacting to NXT TakeOver 31, which we haven't done predictions for, but we'll put them up after this show anyway. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye, and good night. Don't be a hacker. You're going to get beat.